Niftabrunia pivar, a tiny fly less than two millimeters in length, is one of nine new species from South America that are rewriting what entomologists understand about the larval morphology and microhabitats of a little-known family called Thomaleidae. In spite of being rarely collected, the family has several common names, solitary midges, trickle midges, or mediculus midges. The family includes about 200 species distributed widely around the world, but most species until now have uh, been documented in Europe and North America. Recent work, however, is increasing the number of species known from other regions, especially the southern hemisphere. Mediculus midges are small, from 1.5 to 5 millimeters in length, yellowish to dark brown in color with stocky bodies. They belong to the superfamily of flies that includes black flies, biting midges or noceums, as well as non-biting midges or chironomids. Some believe them to be the closest relatives to the black flies. But unlike black flies, they do not feed on mammalian blood and do not vector disease. The word mediculus refers to the fascinating specialized places where these midges live. Mediculus habitats exist where a thin film of flowing water covers a substrate, generally rock. Examples can be found at the margins of waterfalls, in the splash zone of cascading streams, on rock-faced seepages. Larvae of mediculus midges cling to such surfaces, sometimes vertical rock faces, in spite of being occasionally washed over by debris. This very particular microhabitat was first pointed out by Thynemann, who observed caddisfly living in such circumstances in Central Europe. He called it hygropetrician, or in English, hygropetric. We'll stick with the currently popular mediculus. Niftabrunia was described in a revision of the genus by Robert Pivar, Bradley Sinclair, and John Moulton. Their work increased the number of South American species in the genus from 2 to 11, and for the family in South America from 8 to 17. It uncovered both an unsuspected microhabitat for the family and a surprising new morphological structure in larvae. So far, most South American species have been collected in the far south, in Chile and Argentina, but more species remain to be discovered. The first species from Brazil, for example, was only reported in 2018, and there is a yet undescribed species from Ecuador that marks the northernmost limit for South American species. North American species extend southward as far as Mexico, but no species are known to occur in Central America. The genus Nifta also includes three species in Australia. Groups like this, with relatives in South America and either Australia or South Africa, instead of the much closer North America, provided early evidence that led geologists to the recognition of plate tectonics. Nifta species follow the Andes, with larger numbers known as one proceeds southward, but the extent to which this is an artifact of collecting is yet to be determined. Additional exploration in South America will no doubt fill gaps in the diversity and geography of the genus. Immatures of this and other South American species of the genus have ventral adhesive structures resembling suction cups. 
instead of being found on rock surfaces, they were consistently found on wetted vegetation and splash zones. They cling to both living and dead plant material, including smooth leaves, herbaceous stems, and ferns. They can be located on the upper or lower surfaces of leaves, depending on which is being wetted. The vegetation uh, was not in the direct path of flowing water, but situated where it was consistently splashed enough to remain moist. This association with vegetation expands known microhabitats for the family, and these impressive suction cup devices are an entirely new morphotype for the family. These plant-associated species differ in behavior from other members of the family also. Typically, members of the family use quick, side-winding movements to escape predation. Chilean nifta, however, were observed to be much slower, caterpillar-like in their movements, which were both slow and undulating. The authors noted that these impressive adhesive devices were present even though larvae were never observed to be living in high-flow splash zones, speculating that they might be leftovers from an ancestral species, or perhaps their habitat is occasionally subjected to torrential water following a heavy rainfall. Interestingly, the larvae of an Australian species, Nifta colossi, do not have the adhesive pads. Like all good science, these discoveries raise more questions than they answer. Given their obscure habits, small size, and very specific microhabitats, it's not surprising that medicalous midges are rarely encountered by general insect collectors. As specialists continue to seek them out, however, there will no doubt be many additional species discovered and adjustments made to our understanding of their morphology, natural history, and geographic distribution. For the Species Hall of Fame, this is Quinn Wheeler.